In this podcast, I'm going to give you a couple models about how to think about remote work and ways that you can craft your team and your company to do the best work possible based on your individual circumstances as a leader and then the circumstances of those who work for you. You are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. My name is Caleb and supporting this show is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. When I worked at a venture capital firm before starting Arcos Analytics, I recognized that if a startup in the Midwest wanted to raise funds, then most likely they would raise funds from the coast, either New York or San Francisco. And if they received funding from those areas, then they would have to move there in order to receive other rounds of funding. And this was normal. This was standard practice. But now today, things have changed and things have shifted where venture capital firms will look for startups to invest in across the United States and across the world and not demand that they relocate to a specific location. There are many reasons for that, but partially one of the reasons is that the ways that startups can succeed isn't necessarily tied to a specific place. And that goes for many different kinds of companies. The first model I'd like to explain is the model that I've had in in my head about if a place is over or undervalued. And this is very, very easy to think about is where you live, is it over or undervalued? Are many people moving in or is it pretty much stable or are people moving out? So in the year 2021, which I'm recording this now, I will say that California is experiencing a devaluation as far as people moving from California to other places. There is a migration out of California. And so beforehand, let's say two years ago, I would say that it could have potentially been overvalued to live in places like San Francisco where it costs a million dollars to own a house. But now everybody from California, New York, and the coast have moved to Orlando and Miami and other second-tier cities. And so in my mind today, a place like Miami or Orlando or Tampa is way overvalued for what you're getting. And every individual has their own model in their head about where they live and if it's under or overvalued. So, for example, I live in the Kansas City area in Missouri, and so you pretty much know what you get. You get terrible weather for the winter, you get some hot summer days and everything in the middle, and it takes a long time you'd have to fly to go to the beach or you'd have to fly to go to the mountains. But my brother, on the other hand, he decided that his one of the things that he values highly is being by the beach and having beautiful weather. So he lives in Tampa and is perfectly comfortable dealing with all the things that Tampa has. For me personally, that's that's a value decision that I enjoy Missouri more than I enjoy Tampa, Florida. And so if everybody on your team has their own decision or can make their own decision about the value that they place on a specific location, why not give them the flexibility to make that decision individually instead of impose a self-correcting decision that implies that they're going to live in one area? So, for example, there are many healthcare companies, engineering companies, et cetera, that have a central headquarters in a specific location. And the CEO management team made that value decision 
for all of their employees. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but there are benefits to distributing that decision-making process to your team, especially if it can be a remote team. I understand that many individuals and many staff members can't be fully remote, but to allow flexibility, I think, can help you as a leader gain talent that you wouldn't have otherwise gained. The second model I would like to provide you with is a little bit more complex, but is self-explanatory. It involves a trade-off between flexibility and discipline. So there, what I will say is there are two kinds of ways to think about this. Is The first way to think about it is that if you have high discipline, then you have low flexibility. And this is usually typical of the locations where you have a huge headquarter building in a specific location where you have to enforce the discipline of having everybody in the office. And by nature of having them in the office, you can control fundamentally what what a person does every day, um, what meetings they go to, when they can change tasks, etc. You have much more control if they're in the office. But as flexibility increases and you allow for more time outside of the office and allowing them from, to work from home or to work from other locations, then the discipline of that individual diminishes because they're used to having an in-office location. And so if you are in an organization like that, then it is almost counterintuitive to allow more flexibility because the culture isn't there to allow for higher st- higher standards and higher discipline and higher flexibility. There is, on the other hand, what I will call the autonomous individual. And this individual thrives on a greater ability to be flexible as well as internal discipline. So this person doesn't necessarily succeed when external discipline or external forces are imposed but they thrive on being able to expand the ability to be motivated internally as well as being flexible. What this means is that as as a leader and somebody who is in healthcare or a related field, that if you allow an autonomous individual to have flexibility in terms of where they live, how they work, when they'd like to have in-person meetings or not, or or whatever that flexibility entails, that as that flexibility increases, that person should be able to understand within themselves how they can be internally motivated to maximize that ability to be flexible. So for example, if if somebody on your team wants to be able to learn a specific skill set or expand their knowledge in a specific way, and they need time to do so in addition to their work, that they have the flexibility to do so, that they have the flexibility to say, okay, given my workload, I can work on on this at this given time, and I can set aside time to learn. And if you look at the great companies, that's how they've been able to build world-class companies. So for example, famously at Google, in the early days, and I'm not sure about today, but in the early days, they would allow their employees to have 80% of their work dedicated to work and then that 20% dedicated to whatever project that they wanted to do. And that flexibility of allowing that 20% has given Google products that have benefited them exponentially. And, And I can list the number of products, but one is Google Maps. Some employee at Google 
in the like in 2007 2008 decided that they should work on this mapping tool and, and that was their little side project on top of the work that they were doing and that's just one example of of many at google itself and so what they had was they had a group of individuals that were already autonomous and already driven to succeed and build world-class products and world-class tools and so they just had the tools available to them and the flexibility to to execute on that. And that's essentially what I'm saying is that is that once you have world-class individuals or individuals who want to build things and push the limits of what they can do and they have the flexibility to do so, then you as a leader need only to manage and to help them along that process. And it's not micromanaging, right? Because the other way, the other way would be to micromanage every single aspect of your teammates or, or employees' work and impose external discipline, but that can only go so far. And and that's limiting. So in in conclusion and to wrap this entire podcast is that once you allow for individuals within your team and in your company to make value decisions on where they work and how they want to live, that allows them to have the internal discipline in order to maximize their life and maximize their work in a way that can benefit you as a leader and your company. 